you are divine. Good morning, my beautiful pumpkins, and welcome back to Divine Authenticity. This episode is probably going to be a little bit short because I just had something that I've, it's been like bubbling in my cauldron for my cauldron being my mind or my creative space for the last few days. And I feel like this is something that I've just never considered and I don't hear it in the realm of attracting your dream life. And I think this is actually something that I wish that I heard more of because I think that it actually can completely transform the way that you live your day-to-day life so that you can bring yourself closer to the idealized version of your life that you want to live. So like I said, this episode might be shorter because I'm just like running on pure inspiration right now. But Number one, y'all already know my super sad story of moving into my amazing, beautiful waterfront home that I love so much and I'm so grateful for, but getting the keys, getting all my stuff in the house, and then I just started crying. And I was just like, why don't I feel better? Why Why is this not like it? Why do I not feel the peace that I always imagined for myself in the future when I got this opportunity? Why what is wrong with this picture? Why does it feel wrong? And basically after a couple of weeks of feeling really sad about that, and this has happened multiple times throughout the last couple of years, I think it's been a big part of my Saturn return as I have Saturn in the second house of personal finance. So anytime something really amazing or luxurious happened for me, I was kind of met with this feeling of like, but why am I not better? And this really led me down the greatest adventure I think I've ever been on in my life. And that is literally creating what you want in the present. Now, this is not a new concept. We've talked about this quite a bit where, you know, bringing your dream life into the present, that's really how you make it. But I want to offer something else to add to that, that When you actually think about your dream life, you know, you've got your vision board out, you've got all these really cool pictures on it, or you're thinking about what you want for your future. How many of you, when you visualize, do you think about what you're like at work? Do you think about what you're like when you're really stressed out? Do you think about what you'll be like in your relationships? How many of you think about what you'll be like on a bad day? Instead of just focusing on laying on a beach under a cabana, drinking a coconut drink, you know, or laying in your house with your 2.5 kids, your spouse watching Disney movies. How many of you actually envision who you'll be throughout every stage? And the reason I think that this is so important and profound is I do want you to imagine what you'll be like on your bad days, even though, oh, that's so negative. First of all, negativity does not beget negativity and positive vibes all the time is actually really spiritually egoic because it doesn't make room for all of the human experience. And frankly, we came here to embody the human experience. So choosing positive vibes only that also has its own level of toxicity And it's really important when you think about the future you're creating for yourself, you need to know 
that you're going to still have a bad day. You're going to still have days that bring you to your knees. You're going to have days that are amazing and beautiful. You're going to have those vacations. You're still going to have though, if you don't have like, if you're not working on the relationships that you're in right now, if they're not good, they're not going to magically be good when you have money. And your bad days are still going to happen even when you're the richest person you've ever been. And when you are trying to bring about your dream reality, it's really important to honor that, to ask yourself, wow, what if I was having a really bad day, but I was my dream self? How would I handle that bad day? What would I do? And maybe, listen, Trin Tondelier said this on the Wellness Cafe podcast, which is another podcast I really love. And I really do stand behind exactly what she said. She was like, you know what? It really bothers me when I hear people say that, oh, the face mask and ice rolling and watching, you know, your favorite, like, or, you know, maybe you're into The Bachelor or something. I don't do reality, reality TV personally, but that's just because I don't find it interesting. I'm more of a Disney movie or <clears throat> I love my drama shows, my fake drama. Um, you know, when you're kicking back with your slippers and your fucking skims robe on and you got your skincare, you're doing it glazed donut style. I don't know who the first person was to say that shit doesn't work. And all of us just took that in and we're like, ah, oh, self-care doesn't work. Yes, it does. You do feel better about yourself when you are giving to yourself. And maybe that's not the way that you like to give to yourself. Maybe the way you give to yourself is a personal tarot reading. Maybe the way you give to yourself is sleeping in an extra hour, right? There's no... There's no one size fits all, but I think it actually really pisses me off when I hear people say that like, oh, the putting a face mask on and doing your nails doesn't do shit. Actually, yes, it does because you're doing something kind for yourself that you actually enjoy. And like I said, it might not be those things specifically for you, but I don't know when we decided that self-care practices were bullshit because they're not. They actually do make you feel better if that's something that you really enjoy. And I frankly am just not going to continue that narrative because yes, of course, I believe that we can't just put glitter on shit. That's the way manifestation babe says it. You can't just put glitter on shit and expect it to not be shit. Okay. It's still going to be shit. If you're dealing with a lot of mental turmoil, yes, of course, we want to come up with ways of either getting a coach in our life to help us, getting a therapist in our life to help us, or getting in there and sitting with those uncomfortable feelings when we feel safe to do it and working through them, learning how to process emotion, right? Those things are important. That's not what I'm talking about because I agree with that. I do feel like you can't just put a face mask on and be like, oh, I don't have any mental problems, right? That doesn't work. But I do feel like when you're having a bad fucking day, you can turn that around. Just like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like you wake up, you're having a bad day, nothing is going your way and you want to do some pamper things to make you feel better. Yes, that shit does work. And I don't know when we all decided to like make fun of it and say that it doesn't work. Yes, it does. It does depend on a few factors, but yes, it does work. Anyways, that was my tangent for the day. <laughs> my point to this whole episode is I want you to take that time. If you have some time today to like visualize your bad bitch dream, hot girl self, hot guy, hot person, 
I want you to ask yourself in that visualization, imagine yourself having a bad day. And what are you going to do when you have that bad day? Because what you're actually going to do, I'm getting the chills because I think this is really important information that just, I don't ever hear anybody talking about this. When you're having a bad day, wouldn't it be such a good idea to prime yourself for how you're going to handle that? Wouldn't it be so smart to have an action plan put together for yourself that you have already mentally rehearsed to know what to do? Because so often we're having a bad day, we either stuff it down, so then we're hurting ourselves, we're hurting our mental self, we're hurting our physical self by not letting whatever is trying to come out and be expressed be expressed. But on top of that, either that or we're just like, a crying mess. And that's fine too, but either, both things are fine. We just need to know how to process them and what we're going to do to move in a direction that feels more aligned with us. So, you know, or you're a crying mess and you can't do anything, right? You're paralyzed. And again, both of those things are okay. It's that we want to get to a place where we have a plan of action based on how we're feeling. And I think that so often when we're manifesting our dream life, we're going to be horribly disappointed when we get to that dream, right? When you make that dream a reality, it is deeply, and let me tell you from personal experience, it is deeply dissatisfying the first time that you have a really bad fucking day when you are living your dream life. It's like, Hey, what the fuck? This is not what I signed up for. This is not what was supposed to happen. And now I feel like I have this like beautiful ability to go, ah, bad days are so normal. This is such a normal part of the human experience. What am I going to do to make this bad day turn around? Do I want to just like lay in bed and cry it out? And is that going to serve me? Is that what my practice is? Or am I going to go over to my skincare fridge, see what luxurious items I have in there, do a little face steam. Maybe I'm going to journal it out. You know what I did today that actually helped me so much? Um, Mercury is in the microwave. So I do feel like there's been a lot of conflict just in person to person. And recently there's been this situation that I frankly will probably never talk about because it's just not, it's something that I don't feel like needs to be put on the internet in such a blatant way. It's personal, but there has been a situation in my life where so much shame has been being put on me and my spouse, like not professionalism, shame. And there's a part of me that wants to get really up in arms about it and like send a message and be really pissed. And the root of it is that the shame that is being dealt is coming from a place of disappointment and feeling like a lack of trust in a situation. And I have to recognize that and not meet this with contention. My point to bringing this up is part of my routine because I was like spinning on this shit for days. The last like two days, this is the only thing that has occupied my mind because it was an attack on my personal character. And y'all know from the last, was it the last episode I put out? I might've said this in the last episode. I can't remember for sure, but I said something. I want to say I did. I said something about how I really can't stand when people misjudge me incorrectly. Like I cannot or just misjudge me. I can't fucking handle it. I hate it when people come for my character when they don't even know me. 
And of course, like my, I do stuff on the internet. People come for my character on a daily basis, but I don't feel like it's one thing for a stranger to come for my character. I can kind of scoff that off. Like it's no big deal, but when it's somebody that I have to have a continuous relationship with that shit really pisses me off. And so like all these lies need to stop. Basically there's this part of me that wants to just get really mad and Instead, I chose to basically do a little return to sender because you don't mess with the witch. I'm sorry. I don't believe in curses, but I do believe in sending the energy back to right where it came from. Um, you don't mess with the witch. And secondly, that's like kind of my own personal self-defense is like, I don't just let energy, especially if it is like just energy and nothing is actually wrong. I will send it immediately back, but we do a little return to sender, which you don't even need to do anything big for that. You can just speak that intention out loud. And that is enough. Uh, and then I went and I drafted a pretty good sized email and then I deleted the whole thing because that was my way of, Hey, I have all this really uncomfortable energy sitting in my body. This is not the kind of relationship I want to have going forward. What are the best ways that I can prove this? What are the best ways that I can handle this without letting all of my emotion just like basically let me fire off because there is a level of professionalism with the situation I'm talking about that needs to be kept. And unfortunately it hasn't been really kept from one side, but I refuse to stoop to that level. So and I don't even want to say stoop because I think that all emotions and all feelings are very subjective. I don't think there's a hierarchy. I think that it's, it's all neutral and we get to kind of decide what we want to attach to. But my point is that with this situation, my routine for that in my, in my dream life, right? I would never have this kind of situation. I would never deal with somebody attacking my character. I would never deal with somebody trying to shame me into a situation, but that's not real life, right? That's not like, I'm not saying that we can't create better relationships. I think we absolutely can, but on a day like this or the last couple of days where I've been spiraling, that was what I needed to do. I needed to get it out. I needed to do the return to sender and I needed to sit and draft an email and then not fucking send it because Trust me when I tell you, like when we let our emotions run on haywire like that, you say so many things that you don't even mean, but you need to get them out because I also feel like that's a really positive way of doing shadow integration work where you just let yourself say exactly what you need to say without ever letting somebody else see it. And I think like me really being there, letting myself speak so openly, so freely say what I needed to say, drive all my points home about how this was so unprofessional and how I did not appreciate it. And then I just deleted it because you know what? I have the power to create better relationships going forward. I can set the intention. I don't need to go out of my way to take somebody else down a peg or put shame on them. You know, we can't, like I was saying earlier, I think I said that earlier, that you can't fight fire with fire. It's not like in any situation, I'm not saying you always have to turn the other cheek and just take it. I'm a firm believer at like standing up for yourself, but I also think my return to sender did that just fine. Um, my point to bringing all of this up is that that is the reality, right? 
I needed to do something that would keep me from spiraling on this and just sitting on it. And now I'm going to go do some self-care practice. Now I'm going to go work on some private reading clients. And tonight I'm going to do a little skincare practice. I'm going to treat myself to a really, really romanticized breakfast. Cause it's like eight o'clock in the morning for me right now. Um, you know, I'm going to do things that feel good to me now that my energy feels lighter and it feels better. But my point is, in my previous manifestation, I never would have asked myself, how am I going to deal with that kind of situation if it should come up? Am I just going to be so devastated that this isn't part of my dream life? Or am I going to create systems that allow me to reconnect to my dream life as quickly as possible and actually release the things that are bothering me and then tend to myself and take care of myself? Because when you have that system in place, it's almost like you create a new autopilot for yourself. You create an autopilot that actually supports you and nourishes you. And again, just know that when you're living your dream life, bad days are going to be inevitable. People misjudging your character are going to be inevitable. We can't control how other people perceive us. And we, we shouldn't want to either. We can't control what life decides to throw in our direction. But what we can control is how we choose to react to the things that are given to us. And if you already know how you're going to handle it when it arises, because you've rehearsed it, it's just so much easier. And you're so much less disappointed when you have that bad day, you go, ah, that's right. I know exactly how to handle this. And this is totally part of my dream life too, because all of it is part of your dream life. And I just wanted to throw that out there that like, if you're somebody that really only ever focuses on that feeling of peace and like being on vacation, though, those things are not bad. You can create a life that that is your baseline. Know that you're going to be thrown out of your baseline sometimes. And it's, normal. It's part of the human experience. And the sooner that you get on board and start rehearsing how you're going to take care of that, the better. And that's all I wanted to say today. I know today's a really short episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you would like to support this podcast, the best way to do it is to leave me a review uh, or a comment over on, uh, I believe on Spotify, you can do comments and on uh, Apple podcasts, you can leave reviews. I'm not really sure about anywhere else. I know we didn't read over a review today. I just came in here really fast to get this podcast together. Uh, so no review in this episode, but I will be making sure to add one in the next. And, um, if you want to support it in another way, joining my Patreon is always a beneficial way to really help me to create this more because frankly, this podcast makes me like no money. It is just pro bono work that I put out there. And, um, I I'm fine with that. I, I do this podcast because it's fun, but if you want to support me to continue to create it, that is a great way to do it, to support me on Patreon and you get some extra content for doing it. And, um, of course, my socials are everywhere down below. All my links are down there. Um, I love you so much. Please do not forget when you stand on your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. I'll talk to you next week.